Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. We find new Lara with a dagger in the chest of Thaddeus. Let's have some fun, shall we? I see new Lara, what the fuck? Thaddeus, what happened? Oh my god, I, how did you even get hurt? You, you stabbed stabbed me. I stabbed you? Are you delirious? Yeah, yeah dude, you stabbed him. <laughs> Fighting over that fucking knife. Th- Thaddeus, are you alright? Do you know anything about, I don't know, evil bewitched daggers? Nope. This thing just made me stab Thaddeus, is what you're telling me, and you're not gonna try and get it away from me? Get it away from me. Alright, alright, alright. If he removes me, Something will happen to one of your friends. What it wants will become clear soon, but in the meantime, we'll have some fun. That sounds fucking ominous. If I don't try and get rid of it, it won't make me hurt you again. We need to be all together on this to get ourselves out of this. I don't know if we can afford to tie you up and drag you behind us. We have to get out of this fucking tower. We have to get Iskander. You all crowd around in the teleporter (laughs) area. And you are teleported. You see the bodies of three dead cultists on the floor here. You see a trail of blood running from this room down a hallway. Nulara, can you go first? Yeah. As you light down the hallway and into this room, and a second trail of bloody boot prints heading up the corridor to the north. Standing amid the gore are three humanoid figures, two that look like misshapen statues of clay and stone, and one appearing as a humanoid made of flame. And I enter the room. The earth elementals and the fire elemental begin moving towards you. So should we just disengage and run for it? I think it sounds like a good idea. You head down the stairs to a walkway that appears to stretch across infinite space. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I am your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Johnson. Aw, me first for the fake out when he knows I'm super sleepy, so it's kind of mean. I play new Laura Moonbrook. <laughs> and Amy Moore. Yeah, I had something really good to say um, when we were recording Fate Core, and I have thusly forgotten what it was. I play Thea Amastasia. And finally, Tom Laird. I rarely have anything good to say, and I play Flint Firebeard. I mean, I see that based on how much uh, waveform is in the finished episodes there, Tom. Gotta work on that. That's a lot of dead spaces. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's here for his his good looks. That's right. That's right. We need the beard. audio medium, I'm here for my good looks. Looks good in those jeans. Right? Yeah. Anyways, I don't know where I was going to go with that. 
Me neither. Russ is saying some weird stuff this evening already. Let's just keep (laughs) talking about Tom and his jeans. Yeah, what else can we talk about with my jeans? He got some new ones, and they are very nice, and they look great. So I don't know if he told you that, Russ, or what. What brand? Are we talking Levi's? Are we talking Wranglers? Like, what are you wearing? Uh, We're talking silver jeans. (laughs) Silver jeans. (laughs) Silver. Do you like that? They sell them at Mark's Work Warehouse. Free plug for them. Because really? the jeans are really good. Yeah. That's awesome. Right, Unless well, they want to got... pay for the plug, in which case Ooh. we will accept. Yeah. Yes. Got Thank you. Two and a half weeks to get marks on the horn. Okay. And uh and nail down that uh fifty bucks. Fifty bucks seem good. That's a pretty That's good Every time we mention their name, fifty bucks. Marks, yep. marks work warehouse. Marks, 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 marks. There you go. We're up to six thousand oh, dollars. Wow, amazing. this is adding up so real easy. quick, guys. Right. We cut out a bunch, but it still counts because it's on the tape. And some Frito-Lay while we're at it. (laughs) Hey, do you know we're on Patreon? What? And when you're on Patreon, you get a special episode dedication to you. And today's patron is Rachel Johnson. Rachel! Hey, thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. I love you. You're wonderful. I actually love her a little bit more than normal listeners. Why is that, Carla Johnson? Because she's my relative. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) Daryl was our shout out last week too. Huh. This podcast brought, brought to you, you by, by the, nepotism. the Johnson family. <laughs> if you're a Johnson, visit our Patreon. Get on board. And Johnson and Johnson, we'd be very I'd happy be if you hopped on board. I'd be delighted to have Johnson. There's a lot of Johnsons in the world, so like if we That's could right. get some that Johnson money, would be better than the Marks money. Hey, yeah. let's just broaden it. If you have a Johnson. No, oh, that's Patreon. a good one too. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because that's like fifty percent of the population. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, cast I'm a wide sorry, net, I right? just used your last name as a reference to. Dance. It's okay. I was a teenager in the, in the area w- in the era. God, sorry, I'm so tired. I was a teenager in the era when like big Johnson shirts were mm. a thing commonly worn by yeah, human beings classic, out yep. in public. Yep. So like, oh, who, I've been there. Why was that a thing? Why was it a when, thing? Why not? I was like 15. Like, I yep. guess there wasn't dress coats like there is now about, back I don't in know. Your day. Back in Back in my day when <laughs> we people We could wear wore, spaghetti straps no, to school. <laughs> we could, which is good and should be allowed now. But like the penis thing, probably, we probably could have toned that much. down a little. It's too much. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> also, thank you for uh, the award nomination from uh, Jason from Take 20 D&D. Not to brag, but we're up for an award this weekend. Yay. Yeah, That's we are. It's so it's, crazy and exciting. It's for the Alberta Role Playing Game Awards, which I means Amy and I get it. You guys don't get it. Oh, we'll wait until we win that fucking amazing BC Badasses Award. You guys are going to be so sad. <laughs> yeah, that's Tom. Yes, we need to make up an award. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch the association. Yeah, tomorrow. get the Excellent. website up there like right now. Get making that app. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna Google this. Tom is frantically <laughs> creating a Wix so much page. coding. So much. Yeah. I'm gonna be up all night. It's gonna be like one of those montages where I'm just eating donuts and chain smoking <laughs> yeah. and getting this shit done. Wow. Um, it's part of IntriCon here in Edmonton that happens this Saturday, October, I don't know, it happens this weekend. Um, and we're very excited that we are nominated. Yeah, we, we don't win. You. It's very nice that we, uh, we, we've been nominated by someone within the community. Yeah, and super we're just, cool. We're just very happy. We're just happy to be here. Just when we show up, we're going to be like, hey guys, we're just happy well, to be here. I have no reason to expect to win. So, you know, it's, it's just nice to show up. Yeah. 
Yeah. You could be like one of those people in the Oscars when they didn't expect to win, and then they have to go up there and be like, oh, I didn't think I was going to win. I want to. Uh, I didn't write uh, anything. And then they get played off the stage because they Let didn't prepare. Let me bring prepare. up my tome of, of scripted that things one just in case. Yeah. This was so unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because mine's rolled up like in parchment, and oh. then it and then it falls down the stage and rolls down the middle aisle. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like and it's that. not a list of everyone I want to thank. It's just a list of things I hope to get for Christmas. Just your hit list. You're all the motherfuckers. <laughs> that pissed me off. <laughs> rolls down the aisle like, damn, Amy's Russ, so angry. Such a doink. <laughs> and then it's crossed off. Never won. But on then, the like list. two weeks later, wow. it's back on the list. Like, <laughs> hashtag married life. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Hashtag married to your DM. (laughs) That should be a trending. (laughs) That should be a trending thing on Twitter. Okay, we got to stop, guys. He's getting that look on his face, like the that killing look. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Paisley. Now, (laughs) fuck it. Let's play D and D. Woo! (laughs) Yay! So you guys found yourselves walking down some stairs, and the steps descend to a walkway that appears to stretch across infinite space. Thousands of stars twinkle in unfamiliar constellations, and meteors streak through the vastness above and below the path. Just past the base of the stairs, a door, framed by nothingness, rises from the path. And 50 feet beyond that, the path meets an intersection with another door straight ahead. So it's heaven? <laughs> Is there I mean, anything to stop us from falling off the path? N- no, there does not appear to be any walkways. Guys, don't fucking go near the path. Oh, shit. Is it like Rainbow Road for Mario oh Kart? Oh, my God. It's like Rainbow Because that was Road. the worst one. It was the worst one, Russ. How dare you do that to us? I mean, it's very similar to. Oh, fuck. In the fact that it's a, it's a, it's a pathway that looks like it goes through the stars. Mm-hmm. Thea's wolf is clenching Her a turtle shell. Oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, boy. So Now, what kind of turtle it. shell is it? It's only That's green, true. so who okay. knows where all it's right. going to go. I was going to say, is it a I blue spiky? Yeah. Oh, if it's the blue spiky, we're all done for. <laughs> Whoever's in front is done. Although, uh, you know Lara, what? you go At first. At this rate, probably Tiamat's in front, so you might just want to launch that blue shell. <laughs> Touché. You fall, you, you've solved my Mario Kart riddle. <laughs> Yay! Podcast <Yes>. over. <laughs> uh, so no guardrails we've established. Uh, yeah, no guardrails, no. So let's walk towards the things. Sure, I'll go first. Okay, what's marching order here? I Who's want to go last. Order? Okay. Because I've got that turtle shell in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, I guess I'm in the middle somewhere then. Does Thaddeus want to not be beside, like, near me? Because I would understand. Hold on a second. Wouldn't wouldn't Donnie be near you? Because he's big, right? He's big now? Walking beside you? I mean, yeah, he's like a flying, walking dragon type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, Donnie would be beside you. Two by two by two. Two Mm -hmm. by two by two, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Flamykin's up with Flint there. Thaddeus keeping a close eye on his good friend New Lara mm-hmm. for fair. reasons. For reasons. Sounds for fair. valid, valid reasons. He mm-hmm. looks to you and he gives you like the two fingers to the eye and then two yeah. fingers oh, to the eye. I give him two you. thumbs up because I want him. I want, I, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. 
Um, and you guys begin to walk out onto the pathway. And as you make it about halfway onto the pathway, you see the star, like it's all encompassing. There's stars, you see far off planets, array of different cosmos feels, and everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Meh. 13. Okay. That's uh, a 15 for Flint and a 12 for Thaddeus. And a 12 for New Lara. That's me. As you were walking and taking in all of this beautiful spectacle that you see, meteors begin to zip by across the pathway. But all of you are dexterous enough that you don't get knocked by them. You manage to keep your footing as these zip by like within inches of some of you. Well, that's kind of amazing. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better experience. You look down and you see that it it looks like in, like there's no bottom to this place. So if Would you, you were it infinite space. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking like nonstop soda pop no, yeah. at a restaurant, just bottomless. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Endless breadsticks. Oh man, but that's how they get you. They want and you you're just so full of those breadsticks. So full of those delicious, delicious breadsticks. The and, infinite but breadsticks. Then you're full infinite on free breadsticks. 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 Uh, so. Oh look, he's making that face that he makes. That one face that he makes that means he <laughs> that loves one us so face. much. <laughs> yep. All my favorite people. Um, Flamekins, you're the star yeah. expert. Being a pirate. Yeah, still they call me Star McGee. Yep. Mm-hmm. Star no, Master. Probably not going to catch on. Star Hunter. Mm-mm. Star King. Queen. No. Star no. Lord. Lord. I think yeah, that's no. Lord. That has I feel a like that has a, a ring to IP. it. <laughs> I said Star, comma Lord. Uh, are these constellations and things we're seeing mm-hmm. the same different ones as we saw when we were in the maze? Hold on, let me let me keep looking. Hmm. Nope. Nope, they don't look quite the same as the ones in that weird place. Uh no, it looks looks different. All new and exciting. Like we're in a different different other different space. Goddamn portal jumping Zonthal's tower maze business. <laughs> You know, life on a pirate ship is much simpler. You guys should join me after this whole business is down. You know what? Out. We just we Maybe just might we will. do that. Maybe we will. This conversation, uh, aside from stopping to look, has uh, has taken the time that it takes to get across the pathway, and you reach the T intersection, where directly in front of you there is a door. To your left, down a 25-foot hallway, is another door. And to the right is a hallway that curves off to its left. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, let, let's check this one. Okay, I'll, I'll open the door since I'm there first. Do you want to, like, check for traps or anything? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> something that Unless we should do a little more Unless you just want to send Flamykins first, I mean. Yeah, no, no, no. going first. No, it's totally fine. I'll, uh. Thought pirates were brave. I'll give it that one. Uh, so I got a two, which is, uh, <laughs> it not looks, great. It looks like a, a clean as a whistle door. Can I even understand doors at that point? <laughs> you know it's a door. Well, he presses his whole body against the door and just waits. Right? You weren't looking to see if it was a door. You're looking to see if it was jerry-rigged with anything. But I mean, I've been struck dumb. and I no longer am able to process any information, clearly. You're ready to just throw yourself through this magical door that is your new best friend. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spring the door open and uh, be ready. You open this door, and inside you see that this small, seemingly storage closet is lined with shelves holding hundreds of different containers and jars and vials filled with different liquids, and everything is covered in dust. Hey, hey Flint, what's that? What's in there? Uh, it just seems like a lot of knickknacks and or paddywhax. Well, give this dog a bunk. And I... I... (laughs) Yes, Amy, yes. This is amazing. I I pad forward, because I am still a winter wolf, uh, and I peek my head in. Do I recognize any of these potions? Because I spent time on that ship with the alchemist building uh, big splody bombs and stuff. Make an investigation roll. Twelve. As you examine them, um, they mostly appear like there are different mundane and exotic reagents and components that would be used by a wizard or some sort of alchemist in different spells. Um, But most of these supplies look like they have been there for a long time, and they have been either evaporated or congealed or decayed from whatever they once were, and they don't look usable anymore. So, like, nothing in there worth taking? No. There's no, like footprints in the dust to the one like real dope shit cabinet <laughs> where they've been going in and out getting things mm, there is not okay. no okay guys there's there's nothing in here well there's stuff in here nothing useful it's yucky stuff what she said okay uh okay where, where to next left or right well left leads to a door and right leads to nothingness or or somethingness. Uh, or, <laughs> or somethingness. Could be somethingness. You don't know. Well, if we if we check the door first, it could just be another storage closet. I'd hate to have to double bat. That's true. Let's, I agree. Let's, like, eliminate the door possibility or maybe find exactly what yeah, we're looking hopefully for. hopefully guacamole's behind that door. Um, and then we can come, yeah, because who knows, what if that path goes for, like, eight miles the other way? Let's just check the door. Does it end in a rap battle after oh, eight miles? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I hope so, because I've been practicing so hard, you guys. Can you lose yourself in the music? The moment? I mean, you only you get one shot. The only redeeming factor 
Is mom's spaghetti? <laughs> oh, the but then best. you barf it up anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll go down to the left there, Russ. Uh, okay. Who's wa- who's walking down and who's opening? I think same doors? order. Yeah. Same, order? same order. Yeah. I will roll to check for things. Yep. Uh, that's better. That's a fifteen. It's a push. It looks good. It looks good to you. <laughs> that's that's a good. I pull when it should have been a push. Yeah. Yep, All right, no, I uh, I open that door. Again, it opens with a loud creak, and you look in through the door, and you see two massive hourglasses that occupy this irregularly shaped chamber. And their glass globes are nearly 15 feet across, with each hourglass rising almost to the ceiling 30 feet overhead. Each is suspended by chains and pulleys and gears in such a way that it can be turned over to set its sand running. Slumped against the wall at the far side of the chamber is the cultist who called to you from the balcony of the tower. His dark robes are charred and torn and a blue dragon mask is clutched in his red stained hands. Shit. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm going to hustle over there and uh, check for a pulse. Make a medicine check. 14. Okay, what's everybody else doing as Flint hustles into this room? Um, I'm I'm looking at these giant hourglasses. Uh, I'm also going to do a medicine check because I have, like, I don't know, I'm good at that, so I just want to, like, do something. Are uh, you maybe yep. going to stab him by accident? Tw- <laughs> 22. Hey, that is not by accident. <laughs> that is by compulsion. I didn't, like, trip and stab my good friend Thaddeus. I did it intentionally. <laughs> I was very I much into it. I did a very good job of it, better. although you I did. regret doing that. You did. You did it handily. Flint and Nulara rush over to check the body of what you can tell uh, Flint for sure uh, is Iskander. You check for a pulse and you check over his, his wounds. Um, there is no pulse. There's no sign of breath. No sign of movement. Um, what does it look like he died from? You're not there. What does it look like he died from? Thanks, girl. <laughs> the wounds inflicted. The wounds Amy inflicted. Amy was on. hitting Russ in case you couldn't hear that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what that was. Oh, oh god! Please stop. Okay, well that came after. Oh, you're just gonna edit those oh, together. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's it's magic. doctored. Magic of radio. Um, the wounds inflicted on his body look like they were perhaps done by the elementals that you met. Um, once you arrived down in the dungeon. The ones we ran away from so bravely. Yep. Eh. Okay. Well, we weren't going to win. <laughs> yeah. I know. That Better was a good choice. Better to with our lives. Yeah, it was yeah. a good choice. And we, you know what? We do not often choose to run from a battle. Usually we're like, we're going to stick it out. Sometimes we forget that that is an option, I think. Yeah. Like, we just don't do that. We forget a lot of things here on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a weird choice. Um, I call up. So, ha- he's dead then. I I couldn't find a pulse, New Lara. Could you? No, I couldn't find a pulse, and it's. I mean, it seems a little anticlimactic. He's just here, and he's just dead. To be honest with you, after we've been trying so hard to get here, we don't even like get to talk to him. That being said, here's the mask we're looking for. So. That's pretty great. Hey, Flint, you should probably hold on to that. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll keep that safe. <laughs> Thea says a little, like, n- not trying to be too pointed about it, but, like, maybe Nular shouldn't hold on to it. Just 
That's fair. That's fair. I should yeah, not no, hold fair. on to it. Yeah. I'm going to grab that there mask there, Russ. Da- okay, sorry. Is he like speared to the wall or is he just like, did he just no, die he's just, up like, right? slumped over. Right? He's he, slumped. He sustained wounds and he, it looks like he came into this room and sat down and died. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, I don't know why I thought he was on his feet. I want to, um, I have that hourglass that we took from the wizards in the ice storm hall area. Okay. So I'm going to pull that out. Mm-hmm. See if anything happens. <laughs> it's it not do much of a plan, but like, like a, we have like now, a remote control. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't know. We've now arrived in a room with some giant um, hourglasses. I mean, it, it makes sense. There's got to be a connection. Yeah. So anyway, I pull that out and like I guess hold it out in front of me, kind of like pointed at the hourglasses. Wave, wave it around. Geiger counter. Yeah. Ex- yes. Exactly. 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 Do you explain to the group what you do, or you just do this? I think yeah, I just do just it. Like, I don't even think it's that weird. I think they would. No. I don't know. You pull it out and you you begin moving it around, and nothing appears to be happening with it or within the room as you're doing this. Um, I do. I know what these are. Maybe. How would you know what these are? Okay, well, I was, you You know, I worked in university, and though I wasn't the world's best scribe, I have nowhere I'm going with that, I wasn't the world's best scribe, and I used to, like, fuck off and go read stuff that I thought was interesting to me, mm-hmm. and being a druid and having all my natural abilities, I was super curious with what wizards um, or sorcerers could do, and so I think I've probably read something that might have to do with something like this. Sure. Make an arcana roll. I will. Oh! <laughs> That's a 25. Holy shit. Damn. Was yeah. that a rainbow My o die? was justified. It was. <gasps> Amy! In your random readings, we'll say that you don't necessarily know what these hourglasses are, but you perhaps came across something about Zonthal himself. And you know that he was a master of spatial magic, which is not only the physical space around you, but he dabbled in the manipulation of time. Hold, hold on, you guys. I feel silly talking about this as a wolf. So I, I morph back, like, from back legs to standing legs. Ew, is that the sound it makes when you transform sound. from a winter wolf? Because you've done that do a like lot that of times. Sound. And no, I did I, not know that was the wet sound you were making. Usually I put in something majestic, like a can big, you, like, and like an eagle sound comes from this noise. Can I? No, that's, I'm going back and oh. re-editing every time. Don't you re-edit shit. And putting in. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Chess poster, where'd you go from? <laughs> uh, I not so majestically <laughs> turn back into an okay. elf. Yeah. And I say, I- I've read somewhere that Zonthal was really interested in the manipulation we know of space dealing with all of his stupid portals that we've been going through here, but but also time and I mean, I don't want to be too literal with this, but there are two giant hourglasses in front of us. I think this might have something to do with with time travel. Wait, do you think we could use these to 
how far back do you think we could go? Could it be like minutes? Could we maybe arrive in time to save Iskander? Or do you think we could go back even further? Well, I was hoping to go back even further. Not not to be selfish or anything, but I'm hoping to go back far enough to save guacamole. What's well, a heavy pregnant silence? <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking I I want you to get guacamole back, but are you thinking we go back to like the beginning of the maze? We have to go through the baby maze. Baby Tiamat. We go back and murder Tiamat when she's a baby. <laughs> Tiamat isn't she's not on you know what? We can't explain this to you right now. Yeah. Just be quiet. The grown-ups are talking. No, you, mm. you know what? I want to hear more about Flamikin's theory there of <laughs> Tiamat as a baby. If we're traveling back in time, there's got to be a time when Tiamat... I put my hand over her mouth. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know how it would work. I don't know if we would be transported to that moment in time to change it, or if we would be rewinding time... And then end up in the exact same moment, whether or not we would keep our memories or not. But I just, I, I know it's selfish, but I, I just, I, ha- I have to try. I don't even think it's that selfish. I mean, guacamole saved our butts and flown us around. And I mean, she's a part of the team. I just, I, I just worry about, shit's already pretty bad in the world. And I worry about messing it up more we don't know what these things can do maybe maybe we should just try like a little a little bit maybe we could just go back a couple minutes if if we can make it work some light we, time travel yeah yeah if, if just, we a, only just a sprinkle out, of time travel maybe a few grains of sand maybe we can mo- i don't know moderate how much how much time travel happens um Flint, would you mind helping me? I think the left one, if I mean, if we're looking at it from the door, the left one is the past. The right one is the future. Sure. Sounds like a good enough theory to me. Um, I, I beckon him over. Flint, uh, Flint slaps both his biceps and brings <laughs> his hands together. Ew. And uh, and pulls his sleeves up and walks over. How much are the tickets to the gun show? They're free, baby. How uh, how hard do I pull on this thing? As hard as you want. That's what she's no, going. <laughs> <laughs> what is the pulley like? Is it a rope or is it like a chain? chain. chain? You said chain. Yeah. Uh, let's pull together. Let's just see how, how much strength it's going to take to move this thing. Okay. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll reef on it. One of you make a strength check with advantage because the other one is helping. You roll better. I'm on it. Oh, net twenty. Yeah. Jesus. That gun show compliment really, like, pumped you up. Right, really Mm -hmm. landed now. Yeah. Uh, I've been flirting with him this whole time. He just doesn't know it. (laughs) So you begin to pull on the chains, and it it takes quite a lot of effort for you to do so, more so than you think should be needed um and as they begin to move and the hourglass begins to tilt you hear this hideous ear grating groan as the chains break free from the rust that's set into them and the gears begin to move after however long they've been sitting still you get it to the point where the sand begins to run how far are you going with this like I just a, want like a little bit of the sand. Like a to be forty-five going degree angle, like a just a trickle. The yeah, sa- just a trickle. Yeah, the sand begins to trickle into the empty basin, um, but as it does so, nothing appears to happen. 
What's new Lara doing during this? Uh, just like spectating. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, pro- realistically, probably just yeah. just watching. Thinking about stabbing people. <laughs> thinking just about thinking the regret I feel for stabbing people. But yeah, I mean, probably just like bracing in case we whip through some time portal at high speeds. Sure. Uh, so yeah, nothing nothing appears to occur as the sand slowly begins to trickle into the next. Do you guys feel any different? Does anything feel different? Uh, no, no. I mean, I'm God kind of it. hungry. Were you hungry before they started pulling the pulley? <laughs> yeah. So that hasn't changed then. No, but she asked how we were feeling. Oh, yeah, that's okay. not what I meant. That's um, a good point. That's I, a good point. Uh, should, Thaddeus, should we try a little more? Well, maybe. Maybe we need to do both at once. Maybe it's. Maybe we, this activates. I don't know something. Well, should we? I'll I'll try giving it a little more. So Heave! don't turn it like all the way upright, yep. but a little, little, little more. It begins to freely flow into the basin. Anybody who's watching it, make an investigation roll. I will. Fourteen. That's a ten. So I'm watching intently, but apparently seeing nothing. I'll roll for Thaddeus. I was going to say it's Thaddeus. Oh, a solid eight for Thaddeus. Everybody who's who's actively watching it, you you catch glimpses of shimmering diamonds as they roll through, um, and as Flint and Thea turn the hourglass and it begins to flow more freely into the basin, nothing occurs. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode 57 of Dungeons & Dragons. The Hourglass? want to start by saying that you are wonderful listeners. Yes, you. With your help, we are experiencing some amazing successes, and we are always humbled by your constant ability and want to share th- this show, our show, your show, with your friends, family, and all the strangers that the internet brings to you. At the time of recording this, we have an amazing, growing Patreon community that show their support by giving us their hard-earned dollars to enable us to do giveaways, make upgrades, and just make the show better with each and every episode. We have a super fun Facebook group that grows every week with new people looking to create a fun community to talk about D&D, the podcast, and find ways to draw inspiration from each other and be better gamers around the table. Our Twitter account has just passed 3,500 followers. That's insane. And we're still trying on Instagram. I mean, if you have suggestions about what you want to see on any social feed, but especially Instagram, please fire us a note, dumbdragonpodcast at gmail.com. The too long don't read of this is thank you for coming along with us, sharing with us, and experiencing the adventure of Dungeons and Dragons with us. We love you all. Final big thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere and sound in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description below. Our next episode will be out Wednesday, October 17th. So let's finish up this week's, though, and see if Amy can remember the word for hourglass. That really is the question this week. Have a great one. We'll talk soon. Uh, This, maybe, I don't know, maybe this one is broken. Uh, 
Let's try the other one. Okay, I slowly, uh, like, let the chain back and put it to its natural position. <laughs> you, you mean uh, you don't just let it go and make it go like... <laughs> I, don't, I don't just let it go. Russ, are there any of those handy, like, oil cans that you can, like, beep, beep on things to, like... Oh, yeah. You know, that yeah, Dorothy had ones. for the tin Yes, that's tin exactly what yeah. I thought of. The yeah. tin can man. Oh, I mean. Tin can Yeah, he was man. a tin can man. Uh, no, not in this room that you see. Yeah. So nothing. So you let it, you let it fall back to its original position. Um, and do do you two go over? Do you ask somebody else to go do that? I'm already all warmed up with the gun show. I might as well go. All right, Flint, you walk over, knowing the full strength of of what you need to do to turn this. You turn it to the same position, I assume. Yep. Um, and allow it to flow freely, but not all the way up into the bottom basin. And again, nothing begins to happen. Those watching do see. Uh, more diamonds trickle through, mixed in with the sand. Any anything, guys? No, just pretty wow. diamonds. Uh, gee, um, I don't know. Should should we try both at the same time, or go all upright with one of them? Like, we, there's a couple more combinations we could try. So, um, Th- Thaddeus, can you help me with this one? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. Oh, Thaddeus speaks. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah, I just got stabbed and I almost di- I died. No, no, it's been so, really rough on you, buddy. It's fine. He's had a rough um, couple days. So we yeah, let's you, try pulling it at the same time. You uh, guys Flint, want you me to do yours. anything? No, girl, you're fine. <laughs> Laura, no, get you're over good. here. Yeah. Raw Ross, you and me, we'll be cheerleaders in the background. <laughs> okay, I like it. Yeah. Uh, so Thaddeus and I start pulling at the same time that Flint starts pulling. Pull harder! You're very strong. I make weird straining noises. Don't Ah! poop yourself! Okay, you're doing good. The hourglasses begin to tip up. Are you going all the way up, or you're going to that 45 degree? We'll both go to the 45 and, and see, like, is anything, anyone feeling anything? No, not feeling anything. Nothing appears to be occurring as you do this. Let's let's keep going. I don't know why I feel like I need to talk above sand dripping out of a. No, because the chains are making loud noises and well, stuff. Sure, it's oh, loud. Yeah. yes, the, right. Yeah. Yes. The hideous let's, noise is still going on. Let's tip them so all the way find up. Oil can. All right, full full power, I guess. Coming up. Crank it up to eleven. Both hourglasses are vertical now, and the sand is flowing freely into the basin. And everyone in the room observes and feels like a warble in the air. A movement in the space around the hourglasses and within the sand. But nothing physically appears to change. Did anyone feel that? Yeah, I was just going to ask, did anyone feel that? I guess I guess you did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I felt something, I but I don't know that... Like, did anything change? I mean, Iskander's still super still dead. Still deadsville? Yeah. Um, Population the gears Iskander? are still grinding and stuff. Uh, well, they're not grinding because it's stationary Anymore. vertical. Okay. But, um, yeah. let's, let's let them down. Obviously, nothing's happening. Um, so... Yeah, we slowly <laughs> put them back to... Put him back to normal. Um, I walk over to the one that I was nearest to, and I put my hands into my little, like, like obviously a component pouch or something in my little thing, and I rub some ruby dust on my hands, and I put my hands onto the glass, and I say, 
You magic? <laughs> and I cast Detect Magic. That's the best spell casting. Hey, hey you magic? You magic? Hey, you, you, you magic? Hey, sand, <laughs> you magic? You, you magic sand? <laughs> You do this, and you detect within the sand itself faint auras of transmutation magic. But it's weak. You feel like it has faded over the years, and it is not at its full strength. You guys, in, inside of these, there, there was a magic... Um, probably allowing for time travel, but it hasn't been used in so long, and if magic isn't, if it doesn't have a source, it it weakens, it dies, and I can I can barely feel this magic. This, this isn't going to do anything for us. So clearly this is all from Zonthal. Like, the cultists haven't been using these things. Probably not. Which is good news, because I'd hate to find out the cult of the dragon had a big old time travel device. So oh, yeah, that would that would be rough that for us. Would be that would be bad. So I guess that's the silver lining. I'm sorry that it didn't work so that we could find Guac. But them diamonds though, right? Maybe what about them? They look very big. They do look big. Do you do you want the diamonds, Flamikins? I mean, good idea, Flint. How big are the diamonds? I mean, this is like a thirty-foot-tall thing. I mean, they have some varying sizes, but most of them like you know palm-sized, small apple-sized diamonds. Those are pretty big diamonds. Oh, Flamikins, just go for it. All right. She uses the butt end of her crossbow, and she begins like hitting the glass. She's like. Did she forget that it was loaded and the arrow shoots out behind her? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll bring my axe over and help her out with the butt end of my axe. All right, make an attack roll there, sir. Don't roll my dice. I didn't get a dice because you... twenty-one. You rolled this. Uh, and give me some damage. Damn, okay. damage. You magic sand. You magic. You magic. I rolled full damage, so that's 17 damage. You join Flamikins in hitting at this hourglass, and she hits it a couple times, but then you take one good swing and shatter the hourglass, and the sand begins to pour out at your feet. You see diamonds are mixed in. Michelle, like, I loosened it for you. <laughs> like a pickle jar. She looks at you like, hey, yeah, thanks for the help, bud. I would have got there, but that's okay. Um, all right, well, I'm just going to start putting these in my satchel here if nobody else wants them. Uh, I mean, we don't do a lot of money stuff, but, like, uh, throw me one. Like, apple-sized diamonds seem like... I mean, eventually we're not going to be saving the world, and you're going to want to buy a kingdom. Holy fuck! Ah, uh, fine, throw me one. Okay, okay. I'd already started walking. She throws the a diamond towards the... Uh, I catch it handily. <laughs> Left-handed. He is left-handed. I just decided. <gasps> Character development. What? Cannon. And you transport to the other side of the room. What the fuck? And in your hand, the diamond begins to disappear. Okay. Whoa. Um, what just happened? What'd you just do? 
What'd you do? I threw you a diamond. She throws a diamond up in her hand and is looking across the room and it lands back and she teleports 30 feet across the room and the diamond begins to disappear in her hand. She's like, these are motherfucking teleport diamonds. I guess not all the magic is gone. Flamykins, were you like, are you guys directing that? Like, are you thinking just, about a place and then you get to the place, or are you? I thought of, I thought about that place that I'm standing here. Flint, throw me a throw me a diamond. I toss her a diamond. Uh, and as I catch it, I close my eyes and I think of just outside the door, so I can't see it, but I think of it. You teleport to just outside the door to this chamber. I walk back in through the door as a diamond disappears in my hand. Magic. Okay, so... <laughs> is this the first time she's seen magic? I mean, it is not. It is definitely... No, I just get very excited. We were literally just in a hall of, like, infinite space and nothingness, which was pretty fucking impressive. That's amazing. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, these could definitely I mean, come it seems handy. helpful, so I'm going to take a few. Yeah, I think I'm going to take three. They're, like, apple size. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't have a bag of holding anymore, so I'm just going to take three. <laughs> Yeah, three sounds like a good number. I put them in my number. pockets. There are weird bulges happening. Everybody uh, takes... Uh, so it's like high school. You take some time to search through the sand, <laughs> um, and you each take three. I was a boy in high school. <laughs> um, and as you begin to move towards the door, you see Flamingkin still digging through the sand, and she manages to take a couple more. Flamingkins, come on. Yeah, yeah, just, they're big diamonds. Okay, let's go. Okay, so... We have the mask. Should we just go to like a teleport elevator? A teleport elevator? I don't know. Teleport elevator? Teleporter. Well, what about that other uh, hallway we didn't go down? I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, should what we... if Gu- what if Guac is in there? I mean, she could be. Then we better bring some chips. I turn around and I deck her. <laughs> oh fuck! I just. It, you know, if it's, an, it's just another room or another storage area, I just, I, I can't leave without knowing. We're right here. No, we might as well, yeah, we might as well check off the boxes. I mean, honestly, we could walk in there and see a teleport evader, right? <laughs> we don't have to go back through past the elementals and everything, so. Thank okay. you, guys. Let's, let's go see and everybody cross their fingers and hope for guacamole. Same thing I do every time I go to a party. Me too. All right, we walk down the... Right? Right? Oh, it's the best when they show up and there's squad. That or like seven-layer dip. Oh, love seven-layer dip. Give me a good seven-layer dip. But I like not sour cream. I want like the taco seasoning in the sour cream. I'm not Uh, an animal. Yeah. 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 And you know what? No sour cream at all for me because I'm lactose intolerant. You put some Greek yogurt in there. Ooh, even better. It's like... So rich. Okay, sorry. We walk down. We walk down. (laughs) That's fine. The the, the, Um, the hallway of nothingness. I guess I need a snack. Stay tuned for our new podcast, Seven Layer Dip Chat. Oh my God. First Uh, episode, layer one. Walking order, marching order. Who's going where? First. Last. Just like all my YouTube comments. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm in the middle, like me and Donnie are in the middle again. So basically, same marching yeah, order. Yeah. You begin to walk yep. down this hallway that curves to the left as you walk, and uh, you begin to see a light shining out as the corridor opens into a room set with comfortable-looking oversized furnishings. Flint, you're the first one to see this. Do I just like? Do I just want to take a load off? Do I just want to have a seat? 
Because it looks so comfortable? Maybe. Okay. In the center of the room, a red-skinned creature wearing armor of flame, bronze, and volcanic stone sits cross-legged on the floor, studying a chessboard. And he looks up as you step foot into the entryway of this chamber. And he lets a big smile cross his face, and he says, Hello! different stars than normal are they the same stars as we saw when they were different stars than normal in the maze i'm gonna ask flamykins in game okay do it (laughs) this is how i'm gonna set up all our people funny This part gets cut out every time. Just move to the bloopers. Sorry. (laughs) This is the much needed, uh, the hinges with exhibit signs of much needed oil. I'll re record that. That's bullshit. There's a fucking loud creak, is what there is. (laughs) That's what all my sound effects are for. Okay, I'm sorry. The word hourglass is never on the tip of my tongue, (laughs) ever. And I always have to mentally search for the word. Even if we're repeating this word repeatedly (laughs) in the episode. I just wanted everyone to know my struggle. That's fair. That's fair. The pulley system is to the left. Uh, Hourglass. Hourglass. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. That's fun. Okay. uh, Yeah. So I. (laughs) It begins. It begins. It begins. It begins. It begins. <laughs> that was amazing. And they bark at you in response. Wow. Stop it. I'm watching a I video it. and it literally looked like Amy started barking. It was incredible. <laughs> and she just did that starting I know. It's like, ago. okay, this is next level with the sound effects now. Well, that you know, I'm just really um I'm yeah, I was just a winter wolf, so I go up to it and I'm just like woof, 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 woof. <laughs> Whatever that guy from Police Academy's name is, Amy's the new him. Michael um, Winslow. Michael yeah. Winslow. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, and thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press three. Press three. That sounds ill advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep, yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. The waitress at the Chinese restaurant, she told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials. The arena, the old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not going to believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. 
How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie! Charlie! They're on my face! Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. fucking spiders, they are everywhere. <laughs> the Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts. Produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.